Uh, Coach Belichick joins us. We're going to start with Mike Gasol, Mali, and I'll ask anyone else to raise a hand if they want to ask a question. Hey, good morning, Coach. Uh, thanks for your time. Just curious if this season, if September feels like more of an extension of the preseason, and, and how important is, is it for you to kind of get everyone involved this weekend and kind of continue the evaluation process? Uh, I think it feels about like it normally does this time of year. You know, it's, it's early September. It's time to start playing real games. So I think it feels about the same. Um, it's always important to keep improving all the way through the start of training camp to the end of the season to our final practice. So um, yeah, definitely want to try to keep improving in every area um, on a daily basis. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, next question, Nick O'Malley followed by Megan O'Brien. Kamala, you're muted. Uh, how about now? You're good. Okay. Um, with the lack of preseason and uh, full contact snaps for players, does that change the approach uh, with uh, snap counts and how willing you are to have guys play full 60, 70 snap games? Or do you expect to have a heavier rotation than you normally would for a uh, season opener? Um, yeah, I, I think we just have to do what we feel like is best for the football team in this game and, and every week. And so uh, whatever that is, it'll uh, be based on, um, you know, a number of factors, the game, the game plan, how it's going, uh, what other players are involved in uh, certain personnel groups and rotations and so forth. So um, we'll, we've talked about that and it might be different for different players at different positions. Uh, and we'll have to see how the game goes too. So it, it could unfold during the game to a certain degree. Um, so um, all the players that are active for the game need to be ready to play. They all know that. And uh, we'll substitute and do the best we can based on what we feel gives us the best competitive chance to win. Uh, next question, uh, Megan O'Brien, and I'd encourage anyone else to raise it and ask that question. Good morning, Bill. Hi, Megan. Lynn Bowden Jr. is a guy that uh, Miami just signed this week, and he has a lot of versatility playing quarterback in college, contributing special teams, running back, and, and also there's thought that he could contribute as a wide receiver. What types of problems does a player that's that versatile and new to the league, there's not a lot of tape on him in this league, present to, a, to your team? Uh, well, we, you know, we, we know him from college. Uh, we saw plenty of film of him in Kentucky, um, both as a receiver his junior year and then more as a quarterback this year and doing some of the other specialty things that you talked about. So, you know, we'll just have to see how, how Miami uh, elects to use him, um, and we'll you know, deal with it accordingly. But uh, we know he's a versatile player. There's a number of guys like that. Um, you know, they have another one in Perry. Um, we see guys like that. Uh, from time to time over the course of the season. So uh, how, how a team likes to use that particular individual and um, try to, you know, get him the ball or give him a, an opportunity to make plays or sometimes use him as a decoy for the defense. Um, you know, those are all things that, that we've dealt with and we'll just have to, you know, be sound in our, um, you know, in, in defending players like that. Um, you know, I think you got to be careful about overplaying those guys and because teams will use them as decoys and um, 
you know, just put them in there as a distraction so they can do something else. So there's the balance on that. And, you know, we'll we'll try to do it like we do. Uh, you know, other players that have a similar versatile skill set. But you're right, we don't really know what he's going to do. So, um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see on that. And just to follow up, you don't know what he's going to do, but you don't know a lot of things about Miami just it being the first game of the regular season. How important is adjusting? I know it's important in every game, but specifically in the first game because once the team kind of declares what they're going to do, I'm sure there's adjustments to be made. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I'm sure that'll be a component of this game. Uh, it is every week because, you know, teams always try to uh, make – adjustments, sometimes subtle adjustments, sometimes not so subtle to try to uh, change their attack and be less predictable and, and make the other team figure out, you know, what they're, what they're doing. Um, but in the end, it usually comes back to fundamentals and things that, you know, you've been doing and, and you think you can do well, or that's the best things that you do. So uh, you end up uh, running those. So, um, you know, in the end, I think, uh, that's what we'll see most of, but I'm sure there'll be some variety in there and some, uh, you know, gadget plays or um, things, deceptive type plays that um, if, if you know, if you're not alert, uh, that they could, you know, catch you by surprise. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely have to be ready for those. But adjusting will be a big part of the game. There's no question about that. And, and the players and the coaches will have to, there'll be things that we'll not do once we get into the game that we're planning on doing now. And Vice versa, there'll be things that we're not planning on doing now that we'll we'll want or need to do during the game, and uh, I don't have any doubt about that. I'm sure that'll be true on both sides of the field. Thank you. Our right, next question, Alan, followed by Jim McGrath. Thanks, Jason. Good morning, Bill. Hey, morning. You are a football fan, of course, and you've always talked about that. And just playing off Megan's question a little bit, there's never been a starting day and opening day in the NFL like there is this time. Is the football fan in you at all intrigued just to see what goes on league-wide because there's just so much unknown about everything? Uh, well, again, for the NFL, it's, it's um, you know, without the preseason games, uh, yeah, that's true. But, again, in preseason, there's not much scheming going on. Um, most teams are just trying to run their basic plays and evaluate the players and evaluate the players against the opponent that's also basically doing the same thing. It's, it's not a lot of game planning and strategy. That really hits on the first regular season game. So um, I think the preseason allows the players to give an opportunity, give them an opportunity to go out there and, and play and work on their fundamentals. And, and that includes, you know, contact and uh, some of the things that go with that. But from a strategic standpoint, I don't think you really see a lot uh, in preseason. Uh, some of what you see is intentionally deceptive and misleading anyway, so doesn't doesn't really matter. Um, but again, this is this is what every college and high school team does. This is football. You you practice and then you have an opening game. There are no you know preseason games in college or or high school or anything like that either. So um, I don't think this is anything that's unusual in our sport um, it's a little different in the NFL uh, granted and and the preseason games give young players an opportunity to show what they can do in game conditions and sometimes that's harder to see in practice or you only get to see it against certain matchups in practice and then when those matchups change in preseason games you just get a little better evaluation of the player but um, 
strategically, I don't think it makes much difference. And, and as I said, all the other teams that play football outside of the NFL uh, are doing it the way we're doing it. So I don't think it's, it's that unusual, um, other than if you're just looking at NFL schedule. And just a quick follow-up, Bill. Just ball security has always been extremely important to you, obviously. Has there been an extra emphasis at all this week just reminding the players they're going to get hit hard for really the first time and the speed's going to be different and just to take care of that ball because the speed and the hitting will be different? Yeah, absolutely. Not not this week. Just every day the entire preseason, that's been um, a major point of emphasis for us uh, to take care of the ball, to take the ball uh, away and get take advantage of our opportunities to get the ball so that's going to be very very critical um aspect of of this game of every game but as you said we haven't experienced the the contact and the ball ball security that comes with contact uh like like we're going to on sunday like every team is going to on sunday so uh, we've tried to simulate that as much as possible but that'll be uh that that's a new thing that we can't or, or we we've experienced it but not not in the in the way that we're going to see it on Sunday for sure. Thanks, Bill. You're welcome, Al. Uh, next question, Jim McBride, followed by Andrew Callahan. Uh, good morning, Coach. Hey, Jim. Uh, wanted to ask you about uh, JJ Taylor and what you've seen from his progress uh, this summer. Um, yeah, well, JJ, uh, you know, is a, a good college player. We signed him uh, after the draft, and and um, you know, he's been competitive. Um, you know, had some opportunities early in camp when uh, Sony was out, and then um, you know had some opportunities uh, later in camp here when uh, you know Damian uh, missed missed a few days. So um, you know, I think he's done a good job of taking advantage of those opportunities. It's um, the running back position is is one that you you can see a lot more of um, in in live competition where tackling and and uh, you know, live blitz pickup and that type of thing are really, uh, you know, become more more of a focal point uh, than than what you see here uh, in practice. And you know, being able to you can evaluate the running back's vision in practice, but you know, getting through the line, running through those arm tackles, um, not getting tripped up or getting tripped up, whatever the case might be. Uh, but those, those evaluations of inline running and inline vision and um, open field tackling and running and, and so forth. Uh, those are, you know, skills that you can see a lot more of when the actual games occur. So, um, you know, in his opportunities, he's, he's done, a, done a good job. Um, it'll be interesting to, to see how he plays and, you know, get a better evaluation of that. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Our next question, Andrew Callahan, followed by Phil Perry. Uh, good morning, Bill. Andrew. Uh, players in the past have shared that they appreciate in, in team meetings on Wednesdays how they're provided a, a kind of a deeper understanding of their opponent beyond, you know, kind of your matchups and some X's and O's from you in terms of, you know, a history of the franchise or just what's important to the coaches and how they run their program. So obviously without sharing anything that's been said in meetings, seeing how Coach Flores has worked with the Dolphins after a full year, knowing him as well as you do, how would you describe – the program he's kind of bringing along in Miami and what's important to him? Uh, well, I'm sure he's talked about what's important to him. So um, I don't think I need to need to comment on that. But uh, he's 
this very you know very much has his stamp on it um it's it's his program and um you know he's done things the way that he wants to do them and what he believes in um they they certainly took their lumps on that on uh, the first quarter of the season last year uh, but as the season went on um they they developed more consistency and got things um, you know, in a much better place, you know, end up winning five games and, you know, beat, beat several good teams, beat us at the end of the year, um, played in more competitive games. Uh, and then this year, um, you know, turned over some coaches, but also uh, brought in a number of significant players, uh, both in the draft and in free agency that, uh, in my opinion, would reflect the, the type of team that he's trying to build. I mean, I think I can see what he's trying to do and the players that he brought in, uh, I can see how he would think that they would, you know, fit into the culture and, and the type of program that he's trying to establish. So, um, you know, it looks like that they are a lot better than they were last year based on the acquisitions that they've made. Uh, as I said, they've changed, you know, some, some members of their coaching staff. Um, and so exactly how that gets uh, reflected in philosophy and game planning and uh, play calling and so forth, uh, I guess that remains to be seen. We haven't, we haven't seen that yet, but just looking at what they've done uh, in terms of roster building, um, it's, it's pretty clear that um, Brian has a plan, he knows where he's going, and he's taking steps to get there. That's, that's pretty obvious. A quick follow-up. Um, knowing Coach Boyer, as you do, I, I don't know if you believe it's at all reasonable without a preseason to kind of project any changes he might introduce to the defense now as a coordinator. Is that something you just you just have to wait and see? Uh, yeah, we definitely have our thoughts on that, and um, I mean, you know, we have to we have to go with something, and so you know, we're going to go with the things that we think are uh, most likely to occur. Um, and prepare for those, knowing that we're not going to be 100% right and knowing that they're going to do some things that we wouldn't expect them to do or that maybe they haven't shown before under any of their current coaches uh, that we're aware of. So uh, as I think Megan asked earlier, you know, there'll be adjustments and, uh, you know, things that we'll have to do during the game that um, will be game time, um, you know, think will be game time adjustments or game time uh, calls that we'll have to make, uh, but I think, you know, fundamentally, we have a pretty good idea of what what we think we're going to get from um, the certain coaches on their staff that are going to be involved in play calling or the way they have things broken up, uh, and what that'll that'll bring us, and we'll see how all that plays out. I don't know. Thanks, Bill. Yep, you're welcome. And last question will be Phil Perry. Go ahead, Phil. Hey, Bill, um, I wanted to ask you because you, you mentioned that answer to Andrew. You can kind of tell what Brian's trying to do in terms of building the team with the guys they brought in. What are some of those characteristics, and how do maybe Van Noy and Roberts and Karras fit into that? Yeah, well, again, I think, you know, Brian's talked about what he's trying to do. I think that's, that's really the place to start there. Um, you know, we have to just prepare for it, and so that's what we're trying to do. Uh, but you know, all the players you mentioned are good football players. They're they're solid people. They they bring a lot to the organization as well as to the football field, and had a lot of experience. Had a lot of good experience. Um, you know, have a positive attitude and and have won a lot of games, uh, and they've helped us win a lot of games. So, 
you know, I'm sure that they'll they'll be good additions to their program. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, you're welcome, Thank Phil. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, everyone. Great. Yep, thank you.